Welcome, welcome, welcome to part one of our interview with Mike Winnett, a man who is either a self-made millionaire who built up a business from scratch and sold it for 11 million pounds, I think, in three years, or he's an angry troll that lives in his mum's basement and is making this all up. We'll leave that up to you to decide. Now he's got a YouTube page where he basically take, puts his money where his mouth is, puts his own money into these money-making schemes and gives you the results. So enjoy the DC Pirate Radio Podcast. It doesn't make any sense. The Pirate Radio Podcast, my friend. You're such an idiot. <laughs> well, don't give me a timer. All right, started. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. We, we have a lovely guest that I will do an intro for later. <laughs> that we were just in the middle. It always gets awkward because we're in the middle of a good conversation, conversation that I've happens. cut awkwardly so I can push record. So capture the magic, James. Yeah, well, I said that you should push record earlier, but I, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I suppose to start off, to get, give us an elevator pitch on who you are, I guess. I've done a little bit of research. <laughs> it was interesting. Again, we were talking off air, and I've, I've just asked you to talk and then kept talking, so I'm going to shut up. But um, You've not done any research. Who are you trying to kid? You've got <laughs> guests back to back on these podcasts, and you pretend you've done research. That's why you do your intro afterwards. I've got, I've, I've got a little trick that I heard from someone. What you do is you listen to a couple podcasts yeah. and then you just write down some questions you like off that podcast yeah. and then you don't have to do any research. Other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Smart guy. <laughs> yeah, so um, I am Mike Winnett and I am like a professional uh, ad clicker. I click get rich quick ads. If you are a 23-year-old Forex trader sat on front of a lime green Lambo, I will click your uh, advert and do your course. <laughs> and uh, I, that's basically what I do for a living because uh, I'm strange. I've, I've not got anything better to do with my life. Um, <laughs> and I've wasted, I've wasted 500,000 pounds. I don't know what that is in uh, like Monopoly money, whatever you We don't actually have that much Australian dollars. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that many dollars. That's our entire economy. Yeah, we still just trade um, so, kangaroo pouches and bread. Yeah, well, that's it then. So I've probably spent about 18 kangaroos and 14 koalas on um, doing people's courses and then recording my actual results and my real experiences. So you people out there that think that a stranger is going to make you rich in 90 days because they want to give back to, a, to people they've got, they don't know. Um, so you don't do it. You save your money and actually go and read books, go and work in a startup and put in some hard work if you want to be successful. That's what I do for a living. Do you, do you find, like, generally, are they all... Please don't touch my head. Touch you again. Are they, are they all selling bullshit? Or is a lot of it... Like, how much of it does the person need to have that work ethic, to have that experience? And then the right person applying some of their stuff, they could actually be successful? Or is it just all nonsense to trick dumb people? Yeah, well, and this is this is the difficult thing because even the I call them entrepreneurs. They are they they con people into making them think they are real entrepreneurs, but they're not. They're good marketers. That's that's if they just sold a course on how to market well, they would actually be the best at that course because they're very good at that. But mm. the annoying thing about these people is there are some nuggets of truth in what they're saying, mm. and yeah. it's just enough to keep you going. Hooked. But the reality is. They're regurgitating other people's advice. So, and you'll hear it yourself. I mean, I, I, I notice it because I get 
absolutely hammered with these ads and I'm in this world. I've lived in this world now for two years, but they are all using the same scripts. So they all learn from the same people or they will take a quote from, I don't know, um, Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk and they'll then take out one or two bits and they'll put that. Well, that advice is actually true. But what, what you need to realize is if you're searching for that advice online, you are probably not the person that that's going to apply to because you're looking for a shortcut. Now, um, I had my own business and I sold it and we can get on to that later, but I'll give you a perfect example. When I sold my business, I went from working 21 staff. uh, We were bought by an American company and I was told on, I was given the money on the Friday and I was told on the Monday, we don't want to see you in work ever again. So I didn't have to do a workout. I was given a few million pounds do not work again. And I was 32 at the time. Um, and I couldn't believe it. It was like, you know, working class lad. Like, I always thought I could do this. But even when it was happening, I was thinking something's going to go wrong. This, yeah. you know, they're going to copy our business, whatever that is. But, and when I finished, what do you think the, the question most people asked me was, can you tell me how I can become a millionaire in six months? Or, yeah, or yeah. tell me how I can become a millionaire. And it's yeah. like, and I used to, originally, I'd, I'd humor them and I'd tell them, well, I went and worked in a startup for six years, a high-risk job. I was getting paid below what I, was, I should have been paid. I learned loads about business. Um, I then looked for a market where I thought I could make a difference and I could offer a genuine alternative. Then I went and started my own business, worked loads and loads of hours. I was working six, seven days a week. I was not paying myself for 12 months. I was paying staff more than I paid myself. I said, and then I went to look for people that could potentially buy our business out. And that took two and a half years. And then eventually I was lucky enough that someone gave me a valuation that I was happy with. Yeah. Well, and they were like, no, no. I mean, can you tell me how I can do it in 90 days? It's like, you're asking that question, which means you're never going to do it. Yes. Yeah. You kind of, I know I don't want to sound bad. And I always, I say this, you name to me now, the three or four biggest business people, most successful business people that come to your mind. And I'll let you answer. Like, who would you say are the biggest, most successful business people in the world right now? Well, you named one of them already. Uh, Bezos, Gates, Musk. Musk. Shit. You might, go, you might go Richard Branson. You might yeah, go, yeah. Well, uh, he's not doing too well, man. Yeah, he's yeah, not having a good time. Well, um, you well, he had the airline in Australia and they're going bankrupt here, but I imagine he probably owns a lot more money than that. Yeah. The fact, the fact yeah. that he can lose an airline <laughs> and it doesn't really affect him, maybe he's still better than I'm giving him credit for. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, people might say Zuckerberg, people might have said Steve Jobs, they might have said Richard Branson, they might have said any of these people. What have they all got in common? Grey hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, <it's, laughs> they've not found a hack. They've not found a shortcut. They've not they found one work. secret that you don't know. They are working really, really hard in a sector that they own their own product. So they're not an affiliate of someone or they're not in partnership with someone or they're not getting commissions from someone. They own their own products. They work really, really hard. They've not got their feet up on the beach and they're working passively for four hours a week. But these are the people that the, the entrepreneurs use as examples of, of success. They use that in their own yeah. adverts, mm. yet they're telling you to do none of the things that those people do. And, it, <laughs> and people can't, in a weird way, mm. 
Here's another thing they've got in common. Would they have a headline? Would they, have they got an online course telling you how to, how to achieve their success in, in, in 90 days? No. <laughs> would you ever meet one of these people at one of these events sat next to you? No. Yeah. You know, it's, it's mad. It's, they are, these are the people that we all know are successful, yet we don't want to do the one thing that they've all got in common, which is work, work really, really hard. Mm. Oh, shit, well, I don't want to do that. But, that. but that's the proven method of all the people. <laughs> yeah, that's how everyone else did it. The, yeah, the but, one... but no, but, but, but Callum, the, Callum, this 19-year-old Forex trader that I didn't know about two days ago, has popped up on YouTube. And He's now, like, he knows that no one knows his secret. Yeah. But, but Callum's but Callum's telling you for ninety seven dollars. What a nice guy! Yeah, <laughs> and that's oh, it's so refreshing. Like honestly, I knew as soon as you started talking about the last podcast you did or the podcast you did where you were seven beers deep, I'm like, this conversation is going to be fun. I can tell already. This is our people. Yeah, this is our people. It just yeah. it's so refreshing to fucking and people. Like, I, I imagine you would have had the same. We get it a lot. People are like, oh, yeah, must be nice. Must be nice working for yourself. Like, we'll go, you know, on a random Tuesday, we'll go for a walk and go get a coffee and have our week, like, have a weekly meeting. And people are like, oh, yeah, must be nice, though, you know, just going and hanging out with your mate. I'm like, no, we, like, this is fucking hard. Like, we're working hard to, to and, build And I'm not own, making much and, money. And I'm not making <laughs> very much for it either. So, like, as much as it's fun for you to be like, oh, my fucking boss makes me only have a, 45 minute lunch break like he's going to pay you every day on the, like they pe- people are very happy to complain about how they don't like being a slave to the master but they also don't want to you know they don't want the master to take the food away yeah exactly well i always say this so um if you work for somebody else you you've got a, a your income is guaranteed what mm-hmm. people don't realize is if and also as well, you, if you're a salesperson especially, you've got a deluded view of A, your importance, B, how much money you bring into a business, and C, I should have gone A, B, and three there, just confused the listeners. So <laughs> A, B, and three. Um, our, list, our listeners probably much, wouldn't notice. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, we put numbers in the uh, words now. Yeah, um, but also, how much money you actually cost a business. So I used to work in sales, and I used to hear people saying, I've made the business $10,000 this month or 10,000 pounds this month. Mm. I should get paid 5,000. And then I used to say, but hold on. Your employer pays your national insurance for you. They also, your, your heating, your lighting, they actually pay your uh, pension contribution. They pay your basic. They've not made that profit margin on all them products. So I used to, I used to work out and sometimes you might get paid $2,000 basic. Mm. You might actually cost the business four and a half thousand dollars to actually be sat there. They might yeah. only make fifty percent profit. So you've actually made the business out of all this amazing sales that you've done two thousand dollars. That's actually what you've made the business. Yeah. You're not you're not in there making millions and millions of dollars for these businesses. But people didn't really understand that. Anyway, when you run your own business, if you do not sell, you don't eat. But then you've yeah. got to pay everybody else and let them think that everything is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, found, I found when, because all, we're all selfish bastards, aren't we, right? And, and no more so that when you work for someone, you don't care if the directors aren't paying themselves or the business isn't making profit. You want to get paid for that broadband that you sold that you get $3 commission on. Yeah. But I sold 57, I was 57. 
it's the same now in the UK. We've got people that have been furloughed because obviously the, the economy's gone to shit because of the pandemic. You've got people now saying, I'll decide when I go back to work. But if that business collapses because they've not made any money for all this time you've been sat at home, mm. even though you're getting government money, you've not got a work to go back to. It's, it's, it's yeah. a strange mindset that people have. So like yeah. now I've got my own business that I do aside from this, like a real business, like a proper business boy. And <laughs> I didn't furlough any of my staff. Yet I've got some staff saying, well, I'd rather do nothing and get paid 80% because that's what they get over here. You get 80% yeah. of your wages. Yeah. So I'd rather it's... just not work and get paid 80%. And I'm like, but if you don't work, I can't, my I'm not getting, doesn't like, yeah. Yeah. So you won't have a, a job to go back to. Yeah. So I'm not, I've not took any of the government money whatsoever. I'm paying all my staff 100% of the money they would normally get, but making them work. Yeah. <laughs> and they, and You're they, a bastard. Yeah, how dare you? Devil. <laughs> but madly, some of, some of them, depending on which ones you speak to, think there's something wrong with that. Mm. It's like, what's wrong with you getting paid the exact money that you normally get paid to do the exact job that you normally get paid because yeah. your next door neighbour isn't working and getting paid eighty percent. Yeah, it's not unfair. It just means I don't want my business to fail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Well, you and also crazy. And also as well, I've got um, my own bills. Um, I've got to pay. I've still got to pay rent on that building. The people yeah. I pay rent to for our office space hasn't gone. Oh well, it's all right, Mike. You, you don't have to pay rent for the next three months. They're not asked. I've got commitments to them as well. It's, it's, it's a strange, selfish yeah. world we live in. And, and until you have your own business, you, you possibly don't realize it's a lot harder than just saying, mm. I'm going to go and have a coffee on Tuesday at three because I want to. It's, yeah. The actual risk <laughs> that you take to have that small reward is sometimes it's not worth it for a lot of people. I would say you're probably safer in a better paid job and you improve your own personal skills so you can upskill and get promoted and get pay rises, mm. that is one of the most risk-free ways of improving your um, income. Mm. And then invest, invest that difference that you've made into proven things that work for the last 300 years that everybody is aware of rather than something that you didn't know existed 24 hours ago and it's a secret and it's done online. So I would say stocks and shares, Warren Buffett, you can yeah. buy his book for $9, read his book and you can download his papers every year for free. He tells you what he is investing in for the next 12 months. Yeah, Just right. do that. Now this is the problem. Buying that book, you're going to have to actually go online and buy the book yourself, which might be a bit much effort for a lot of people. <laughs> you have to read that book. You can't just take a picture of the book and put it on your social media and say, hey, look at my book stuff. Can you just give me, can you just give me the dot points? Yeah, can you, yeah just paraphrase it. <laughs> uh, but How do I get rich now? Weirdly, like, you're saying that as like a joke, but there are some gurus out there that that is a service they provide to people. Ty Lopez summarizes these books for you for $24 a month and gives you the seven key bullet points from the real guru's books. And yeah. he gets thousands of people signing up. It's like, you're too lazy. You could even listen it to an audio book. It would take you six hours. <laughs> and then you can, but no, it's like, oh no, Ty Lopez can, can give me the seven points. 
what are you going to do with 700 points from 100 different books in the space of a month? Just go and read one book and implement the one thing from that book and you'll be further along than listening to 100 fucking books from someone that, you know, so you know what I mean? You've, you've just not got it in you. <laughs> this stuff annoys me so much. I used to do this to help people and show them it doesn't work. You're being scammed. You're being scammed. You're the victim. You're the vulnerable. Now, after doing it for two years and having to listen to some of the people that have been scammed, I just think you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like you've done this, you've done this seven times and you're asking me now, well, is this guru legit? It's like, it's not the guru's problem. Like, they're not the problem here. <laughs> you are. What's the common denominator here? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I wish I had uh, $21,000 to go and spend on seven different gurus, but I've not, I, I make money yeah. and then invest it into things that I know work over the long term. And guess what? I don't feel scammed. Sometimes I lose money. I lost um, £78,000, so I don't know what that is over there. Maybe like it's, it's roughly 000. doubled. It's roughly doubled. All right. So, the exchange rate so, did get a little bit better before. Because it's probably three now. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two and a bit. Um, but so I lost like £78,000 in one day in my stocks and shares. Now, if I was an idiot, I'd be thinking, oh my God, I've lost that money. But because I'm playing the stock market for 25 years or 30 years, it kind of makes no difference. I've still yeah. got the stocks. I've still got the shares. When you start, when you, you only lose on these things when you're trying to be a smart ass yeah. and you're trying, to, you're trying to guess what's going to happen next and buy there, sell there. It's like stocks and shares is so easy. You don't need to have a guru hack telling you when to trade. You mm. just put your fucking money in keep putting your money in and then leave it for 25 years. And I absolutely guarantee it'll be more than what you put in. Like, yeah. there is, there's no possible way it can't be. Yeah, but I want to buy a Lamborghini now. Yeah, how do I get my Lamborghini? Well, exactly. You know, number one, a Lamborghini is a poor person's rich car. You think you need that because it's nice. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a Rolex. Yeah. Oh, look, I've got a Rolex. It's like, but the, the really, really, really rich people don't have Rolexes. Like, yeah. it's, it's, we've kind of mapped ourselves because we're, we're like working class people to people that aren't, it's not deep rooted wealth. We're following people that haven't really got deep rooted wealth and we yeah. don't follow their rules. We're kind of following the, how did you get rich online in two years? And they're like our benchmark and who we look mm. up to. Yeah. You know? mm. and, you can, and you can apply that to anything in uh, sort of any sport is a perfect example like people mm -hmm. would say or even say i'd say dwayne johnson the rock i talk about him quite a lot because one of his big quotes is like be the hardest worker in the room and, mm. and I, he conquered wrestling he conquered like you know action movies and he's a film star he's kind of like the biggest earner in both of those two things mm. what's the thing that underpins it hard work like yeah, work. that's his take arnie if you want to as well yeah, exactly the same thing. But he's done it in three different fields. He's done it in bodybuilding, um, being a movie star, no, and no. politics. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 so like, he's applied that one rule to three completely different fields, and he's been successful. Mm. But not once has he gone, "Hey, the secret to my success was this forty-hour hack that I learned from Caleb <laughs> yeah, on a YouTube yeah. video." Yeah. So I, I, so it just frustrates me so much. So, but to prove it, 
And because I didn't have anything to do, I went and spent 500,000 on these different courses, did exactly what these people told me to do, and then revealed my results. And guess what? How's not it going? one of them. How's it going for you? Uh, the fact that you not, say not you spent one. 500 grand instead of saying you made 200 million, I think I've got an idea of how this went. Uh, not, one, not one of them has actually got the results that they promised. And I'm talking not anywhere near. Like, you're telling me I can make six figures in 90 days and I'm there making, I've made $300 after 90 days. Yeah. What the fuck? What did I do wrong? Yeah. But, yeah and, 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 and this is the difference. I'm not Carol that sits there and hates my life in a job and has never, ever had it. I have my own business. I'm someone that has actually had a startup, managed staff, dealt with profit and loss, you know, launched a product across the world, had meetings to, you know, do a buyout for $11 million, sold my business. I'm someone that knows a tiny bit about actually growing and scaling and running a real business. Yeah. And I can't make six figures from drop shipping. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you know, I can't make you six figures from affiliate marketing. That's because you only bought the first course. Yeah. I've got another course. Yeah, you know, this is what you're doing wrong. Yeah. That's level one. If you pay me another twenty nine ninety five a month, I'll get you to level two. And that will, that will shoot you straight to seven figures. That's what you're doing wrong. Yeah. It? And that's it. Well, what is it you learn as a kid? You know, don't talk to strangers. But this yeah. stranger's now telling you he's going to make you rich. This is the equivalent of that guy driving up to you on the park and saying, do you want to come and have a look at my puppy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you no, the... Don't get that sounds good. I like puppy. Yeah, I'll give you the distressing yeah. new kid. You're about to get fucked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But worse than that, so, so, at, so at first I started to do this and it was just going to be, I'll just do the courses. Um, the reason why I did it as my actual motivation, like all jokes aside, was I generally didn't know what to do with that amount of money because yeah. I'm working class lads and we don't get taught what to do with money. In school. You're bored. So I'd, but I'd read loads of, well, kind of, but I'd read loads of books and I, and I knew property works. I knew investing works. Like these things actually work because of Warren Buffett and those people. Like I'd actually read their books. I'd never, ever heard of Gary Vaynerchuk, Grant Cardone. Any of these people, I'd never heard of Ty Lopez, not one of these people I'd ever heard of before until after I had sold my business for, uh, in 2017. So I didn't even know this world existed. Yeah. Right. But I knew who people like Richard Branson were and Elon Musk yeah. because, you know, I'd read books and kind of like tried to mirror some of the things that they did. I took the best bits from them and then applied it to my own business, made it relevant to me and then worked in a sector and tried to make it work. I didn't follow what they say is gospel. Mm. I took the bits that I thought would work and then tried to implement. And that was like, that was the secret. And yeah. then, um, so, but then I thought, you know what? I've invested in property. I've invested in stocks and shares and stuff. But I keep hearing about this crypto, crypto, crypto. And mm. there's people, I'm seeing adverts for it. So is it legit? So I'd go online, try and do my research on it. And I always felt that there was either two types of people. This is an absolute scam. Don't do it. They're trying to rip you off. And I think, well, the stats show that 0.2% of the world's population are millionaires. So one in 500 people. You might just be someone that wouldn't have been successful anyway. So you might be an idiot because, yes, now I'm on this side of the fence. Yeah. Mm. That's, a, that's a huge possibility. Like, just because you couldn't you make it work doesn't mean it doesn't idiot. work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, 
So I thought, so I kind of dismiss them. I've dismissed any extreme. Someone that's telling me it has made them financially free and it's made them millions, I'll dismiss that. And someone that's saying absolute scam, there's absolutely nothing in it, I kind of dismiss them. The truth's probably somewhere in between those two points. That was, that was the mindset. But I couldn't find an unbiased review from anywhere, like anyone. Because you'd watch something or you'd read something, and now I understand it's because affiliate market and SEO and stuff. So you'd read something, oh, this guy seems like he's being dead honest. And then all of a sudden, there's 15 fucking links to buy his program at the bottom. Or there was 15 links to... And it's almost like, can't anybody just tell the truth for no money these days? Like, yeah. that's all I want. And then it dawned on me, I've got nothing to do. Because part <laughs> of my sale... I'm a guy like my me. sale was... Um, I wasn't allowed to do anything in the same field for two years. So it was like a golden hand handcuffs. It was like, we'll pay the money, but you kind of don't do anything for two years. Which yeah, sounds like a dream part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that was, and I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. And then like, it was kind of enough money for me not to have to worry, but equally not enough money for me to never have to work again or not worry again. And then you start getting nervous thinking, well, I lose money, my money being in the bank. That's one of the biggest things I had to explain to people when they say, if I had a million dollars, I'd live off the interest. Hmm. No, your interest is like 0.5%. So really, when you work it out, you're not going to live off that, that money. And then you, do you see what I mean? You're, you're now living yeah. on less money than what you used to get when you worked. So yeah. anyway, so I just thought, shit, I can't find that content. Why don't I make that content? Because there might be other people that are actually tempted and it's, while I can afford to lose maybe 100,000, 200,000 here and there, it's not nice, but I can afford to do it once or twice. Imagine if this was someone that had put it on a credit card or they really believed in it. And I thought like, so yeah. for absolutely no money, not monetizing it, not trying to give you an upsell or anything like that, why don't I just put out my experiences? And as a joke, I would invest in some of the real things that I know are legit so you can see some of the things that work and what it took me to do and how much effort and how much it cost me to make those money but mm. I would also make some videos on the funniest cringiest most left field investments that I see pop up in my Facebook ads or YouTube yeah. ads and that's what I did so it started off as a bit of a kind of I kind of in my mind I thought well this is going to work this probably won't but if it does great I'm not going to call everything a scam. I'm going to have an open mind and say, you know, yeah. crypto actually did work. I made, so that's what I basically did. And then I started going to their events. And then when I started seeing it live and seeing what they kind of do, I realized how dark and manipulative and horrible that and murky that world is. Yeah. Mm. Because I was then talking to real people that were, put in their courses on a credit card and they were buying courses for things that they weren't even the right person for. I was watching 16, 17 year old lads sign up to a property course, but you can't get a mortgage till you're 18. So I'm thinking, why? Yeah. Like, why are you here? Yeah. You paid on a, you paid on your mum's credit card. These are real stories, by the way. Um, I was talking to a, a VA, which is like a virtual assistant. Don't be calling that over there. Yeah. Um, she signed up to a, how to scale your business to 10 million pounds in eight months. That was genuinely the title of the, the, the course. Um, and I actually just sat, she, she went and bought that. That was 397 pounds. It oh, discounted, lucky enough, he discounted it for that one day only. For oh, l- lucky she got in while they had that flash sale on. Yeah. Now I get to make what, um, 9,498,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But do you know what the funny thing about that was? So I'll tell you about that guy in a minute. But, but then, so when she sat down, and I didn't do this to be a dick, I just said, what is it you do? And she goes, I'm a VA. And I said, how much do you charge an hour? And she said, 20 pounds. 20 pounds an hour. I said, all right. I said, how many hours a day do you work? Just roughly. Eight. Like, right. How are you going to get to uh, 10 million in eight months? Just, just on the numbers. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, you'd probably need to now hire 200 extra VAs. Yeah. yeah. And then you'd need to take a percentage of their earnings. Yeah. But they'd need to be charging this amount. She was like, right. I said, so now not only are you following a business plan that you've never heard of before, you're following his branding course. You've now got another learning curve, which is how do I hire staff? How do I outsource 200 lots of work? I said, there's far too many things you're trying to learn for the first time here for this to be successful. Mm. And even then, she's still like, yeah, but the business plan, is, it, it's going to work. He told me, look, look at the people that he's told me it's worked for. Yeah. And I was like, you don't know that. So we played videos of testimonials. You don't even know if they're legit testimonials. Yeah, you don't even know if they work actually for him. Yeah. So I just thought, do you know what would be interesting? If I actually break down their sales process, and then that's where I made the entrepreneur formula video. Yeah. Which is probably the, the video that kind of changed everything for me in terms of getting loads of support, I suppose, but also loads of hate. And But I just broke down what they did by following around one guru in particular and almost fact-checking the stuff that he said. And the stuff I found was unreal. Yeah. Um, so some of the excited members of the audience that got up and rushed to the back of the room, um, I'd find them at the next event because I went and followed him around his events around the country. Yeah. The same six people would get up and run to the back of the room. The weirdest one was in one event, there was a girl that got up and ran on stage at the very beginning of his pitch saying, I want to sign up now. This is the best thing I've ever heard. And he was like, whoa, whoa, calm down. This never normally happens. Hey, yeah. wait. Um, it's not even open for sales yet. Sit back down. And it was all, it was, you could tell it was like pantomime. Yeah. But um, she was then signing us in at the next event. That girl was on registration signing in the, the, <laughs> the people that attended the event. I was like, oh, wow. Aren't you familiar? What a fall from grace. And, and, she was going to be a, exactly. and another thing, a million pounds a month ago. Now she's working as a... As well, this is month one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there was another, another one as well. So like you'll see loads of five-star reviews for these things. And this is why it's annoying because you might think they're a scam. You do your research, but then they've all got five-star reviews. And there's loads of testimonials and loads of people that are happy with them. I was at an event where, would you like to get my one-to-one mentorship that was a £12,000 free of charge, put your hands up. Obviously, everyone puts their hands up. Um, well, to do that, I need you to go on Trustpilot right now and leave a five-star review for the mentorship that you've not even done yet. So you've got no idea what it's like, by the way. And then we will pick one at random to qualify. And guess what? If you go on a Trustpilot now, they've now got another 200, 300 five-star reviews from people that have never done the course mm-hmm. and now advocates for it. Yeah, and then the girl that won was the same girl that won at his next event. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Next event. Yeah. So at first, I thought it was kind of it's it's funny because it's so blatant to me how fucked up and a rip off this thing is. Yeah, wow. But then it's not funny when you're on your lunch break and you're hearing Julie saying, you know, in tears, saying like she's had to lost her job. Yeah. This, This is her one. This is her one 
chance at being mm. rich. And she's hooked and she's swallowed it a hook, line and sinker. So it kind of, yeah, it's, it's hard because I've got so much, um, what would you call it? I, I care about those types of people, mm. but equally they don't want to be told it's not real because you're killing their hope. And that is what these guys sell. They are selling hope to people mm. that just want to be told that life isn't this shit. Yeah, well, we it's it's funny. Yeah, we I used to work in a like a building society or like a financial institution, and we same thing. Like we'd have people come in, and they'd be like, "Oh, I want to. I need a bank check made out for this amount of money because I'm entering in this lottery, and there's a one in two hundred chance of me winning all this money." And we'd be like, uh, "Like," and it was always the same few people, mm. and you'd just be like, "You." you know this is a scam, right? Like you've, you've come in and cancelled checks before because, because you've realised you've been scammed. Like your family have contacted us and asked us to cancel checks before, but it's, it's that hope. It's like, oh, no, 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 this one's different. This one, like this one can't be a scam because it's for this thing. And it's like, fuck, my heart breaks for you. But at the same time, like I'm sitting here telling you this is a scam and people are like, no, 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 no. This one's going to make me rich. This one, like, it, it can't be wrong. And it's just like, how do you help those people? Well, I go back to the same thing, mate. I go back to the same thing I said at the beginning. Who are the most successful people that you would that you could name off the top of your head that you mm. recognize as being the most successful people? Mm. I bet you wouldn't name a lottery winner in there. No. No. You wouldn't. No. And I, wouldn't, I couldn't. And, and here's a mad thing as well about that. And this is where it goes down to the sort of financial... Um, financial literacy and stuff like that. So you need to know like about finances and you can learn these things from books. And if you can't be asked just reading a $7, $9 book, then you're probably, you're, yeah, not you're not, money. you're not the person to be handing over thousands of dollars to someone that's going to shortcut this for you. Like that's, yeah. that is just a, a fact. That's like an undisputable fact. But, um, oh, I lost my train of thought, but it, that, that's like, the, that's, you have to edit that bit out. Um, that's the, the mindset of these people. It's like, we all know what's the right answer is here. Mm. You know. Yeah. Well, Matt, Matt you, well, you say it a lot about people that want to lose weight. Like you, you'd get a lot of people, you used to get a lot of people come to you and be like, oh, I want to, you know. Like, oh, I, I want to learn how to fight. I wanna, yeah, or, yeah. No, you fucking don't. Because if you want to learn how to fight, you come to training. I run, I run a gym for contact. I'm like, you would come to training every night if you wanted to do it. Like, there's yeah. no secrets. Like come every day for the next six months. And then I'll have a chat to you about extra stuff you can do. Yeah. But until you do yeah. it every day, there's nothing else I can tell you to do. It's the one always yeah, well, I used to box. I used to box when I was a kid and uh, do Muay Thai as well. But um, our coach wouldn't let you fight at all. Like that, You couldn't even, no matter how good you were, unless you'd done 18 months mm. of training. Like You had to do 18 months. And it was almost, it was a weird kind of, it's strange, actually. It happens in a lot of boxing gyms as well. No one even acknowledges you or even talks to you, gives you respect. You go there feeling like a fucking outsider, and it's horrible. Yeah. For maybe the first four, five, six months. And I mean, even other guys in the gym don't want to speak to you because yeah. Yeah. they see people like you every, every day. day. Yeah. You come in, you hit the bag, you look good, you're like giving it all that and stuff like that. And then give three sessions in they're saying like, oh yeah, so how long do I need to be training before I can fight? Yeah, I think it's like, no, yeah. <laughs> no. 
I say this, if you want to run your own business or be successful, go and work in a startup for two years and you will learn and you're getting paid for your education. Mm. So someone is paying you to learn more and experience more than what you are paying someone if you pay for a, a guru's course. Yeah. And especially if it's got less than 10 people. That is my one advice. If you want to run your own business and be financially free, quit your corporate job or quit that office job in that organization where you don't sit in with the actual directors. You don't get to hear about financials. You don't get to hear about marketing strategies and product launch and the actual real decisions made in that business and go and work in a startup with less than 10 people because you will learn so much from real business owners that 100% want you to succeed because they don't know that you're thinking of just using it for two years and leaving. Mm. You are a huge investment to those people and they're a startup. So they are doing everything they can to succeed. You will learn more from that to set yourself up than you'll learn from any discounted course. And I mean from any guru. Yeah. Any we got, guru. We got halfway there. <laughs> well, we quit our corporate jobs. Yeah, we, we did the whole, there's this saying I heard, it's like, uh, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. Is that it's better to do it than not do it at all. So we've kind of asked yeah. about, we jumped in, started the businesses, and we've had our businesses for like two years, three years now. And it's like, about a year, year and a half in, it's like, oh, I should probably learn some stuff about how to run this business. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, this is, this is the things are happening now. I'm, do, I'm doing the part that I like, which is I don't have to go to my corporate job anymore, but I'm not doing the part, other part that I like where I make all the money. Yeah. yeah well, it's interesting though, isn't it? Because I get it even now. Like I get imposter syndrome and yeah. I get, um, I don't feel like I know. And I, I kind of made what I was doing. So even though I did, and this is kind of goes back to the same point, really, it kind of proves it. Even after six years of working in two startups and seeing everything from, I was the, the first employee in one startup. So in that, I grew so much. Those um, four years, I learned so much. I went from being the first employee to then franchising the business and then training franchisees. And yeah. I was 35 staff at head office. So I went through, in that two, uh, four years, I probably did, um, I don't know, they couldn't like 15 years worth of learning in a corporate. It was quite mad, but... Um, so I went from that to another startup. And but then when it was me making the decisions, I still feel like I didn't know enough. And, and, and there was nothing more intimidating than sitting down telling a massive organization that you wanted um, $11 million for your business. I'm sat there thinking, I'm just a dickhead from Warrington. Like, yeah. I set this business up with oh, four Warrington's people. Oh, nice area, I uh, it's, um, it's a, Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's the heartbeat of the UK. <laughs> if you if you ever come I know a lot of you Australians like to travel Europe. If you've not been to Warrington, you've, you're yeah, missing you've out been. really. We've um yeah, we've got um two two um Costa Coffees now and oh. uh, two Nando's. I don't know if you have Nando's over there. We have got Nando's. Yeah, I was gonna say a, it yeah. has a much bigger cult following in, in the UK than it does here. Yeah, so uh, oh it's actually three now, they've opened a new one and the one nightclub in the town has been burnt down. Um that was burnt down a few years ago, so that's now a car park. But if you are in, in the area, let me know. Um, <laughs> yeah. well, I'm on my way now. I'm yeah. going to book a ticket. Sorry, I derailed you. <laughs> it's all right. But, but the, point, the, the point is with those guys, it's like they're talking about numbers that are beyond your wildest dreams. Yeah. And then I'm thinking 
they're going to know I'm a fraud at some point. Yeah. I'm making out like I'm, I'm cool talking about this, talking about uh, workout conditions, what, um, how the money's going to be sent. So was talking about non-disclosure agreements yeah. and solicitors and all these types of things. But inside, I'm literally like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're going to know I don't know what I'm on about. But equally, you're all kind of making it up, but you're kind of, you're further along that journey if you put in the hard yards anyway. Mm. And, and this was the one thing, because this is what annoyed me. I am probably more credible or I've got more credibility or more authority to be stood on stage telling, telling you guys how to launch, scale and sell a multi-million pound business in three years. Because that's how long it was from when I set my business up to when I sold it. It was like two and a half years. So I've actually done the thing I'm selling, which is a big um, difference to a lot of these people. Mm. They know how to sell courses. They've never made money through affiliate marketing, but they can sell an affiliate marketing course. Mm. Yeah. They, they aren't property millionaires, but they know how to get the information from people that have been successful in property and then put that out as a course. So they've not been successful in the area that they talk Same about. They have, yes. Logic would state, Logic would state that isn't true. If I know how to make a million pounds a year through property, investing in property in Warrington, I wouldn't put an event on in my local area, turning a thousand people into my competitors. It makes yeah. no well, sense. You wouldn't put an event, you wouldn't stop doing that to make a quarter of that money doing events. Yeah. If you can, if you can make yeah. an $80 million business in eight months, do that a couple times instead of making 500 or tell, yeah or telling you how to do it for 97 dollars. like yeah. oh just go and make the 10 million rather than tell you strangers yeah but you know why that is that's because me and you don't care enough about other people and we don't want to give back we don't want to give back to say they are just kind people that aren't oh, motivated oh, by money about that. they love to see other people succeed do well yeah we're yeah, we're yeah. basically just capitalist people bad people yeah. yeah. So what like, you've done there, you could have just do it once and then help people with eighty million in your bank. That's that's also wrong. <laughs> Which then makes me wonder why don't they just put these events on for free and let them know the information for free? If that really oh, is if you don't pay or, for it, you don't really want it. Yeah, if you don't pay for it, you don't respect it. You're not ready to hear it if you're or, not ready to put money on the line. If you, oh my god, or, I've heard that. I've actually heard that in conversation <laughs> from, and I won't mention any names, but a friend of mine who works for a business. He was telling me how his boss had put a course on a credit card because that was the justification for being serious about it. If I'm not willing to put this on my personal credit card, then I can't, I obviously don't believe in it. It's just like, wow, you've been sold so well. Like you're, and this person ran, runs a sales business as well. It's like, how do you not, like, how do you not see what's happening to you here? Like, yeah. They're doing to you what you do to a- the people like, <laughs> like, but that, that's an interesting thing by the way one of the maddest things a lot of these entrepreneurs talk about a lot is mentors mm-hmm. you need a mentor you need a mentor this guy had a mentor that guy had a mentor even uh, this is one of the ones i heard last week even einstein had a mentor right, right. Which, which, which he probably did someone that yeah. he looked up to but i absolutely guarantee that their mentors were got them in a facebook group yeah <laughs> haven't got them in a Facebook group and aren't charging a thousand people to access one size fits all modular content. Mm. Yeah. It's like, if you can't see the difference and also how much real mentoring do you get with the person that's the headline mentor? What you end up doing is 
you get your questions answered by just someone that's two months or three months ahead of you in the, in the, in picking the program. Yeah. That is not mentoring. So I've got two mentors and they don't even know they're my mentor. Yeah. Yes, I've heard that. I've got from a guy, yeah. I've got a guy who um, has had his own business for 25 years that um, I am friends with. Yeah. And I ask him business questions. He's a lot older than me. He's like, well, he's coming up to retirement now. So he worked in business for 30 years, whatever it might be. Hmm. And then he's had his own business. I'm talking about in this sector for 30 years, but he worked five years and then has had his own business for 25 years. Hmm. I ask him, I've got this issue with staff. I've got this idea. I don't know about diversifying into this. What would you do with this? Do you know any good accountants? Do you know any good? Hmm. Well, who's your bank manager? And he gives me, his advice for free, I occasionally buy him a meal every now and then yeah. when we go and chat. Like that, that is it. He's helped me so much. Mm. And then I've got another guy that I used to work for. He was the guy that owned the first startup that I worked in um, for four years. And he actually said, you're ready to go and have your own business now. Like you shouldn't be here. Like blah, blah. Yeah. But if it all goes wrong, you'll always have a job with me because you're good at what you do. So yeah. he unfortunately died a couple of weeks ago. But my point is they are people that give me genuine advice that benefits me. Yeah. Specific advice because I ask them specific questions and they've achieved in the field that I want to achieve in. Like they've got a life that I would want at their age. Yeah. So that's why I went and found them. And there are hundreds of people that will do this for you for free. Yeah. The difference is they don't know they're a mentor. They don't call themselves a mentor and they're not desperately trying to prove to you that they are a mentor with screenshot testimonials and other mentees results in the last 60 days. Mm. They are just business people that quietly go about their business and know about real business. And people yeah. say, well, where did you find them from? Well, what industry do you want to go and work in? Go and fucking work in a startup in that area. That's your first mentor, probably that guy. Yeah, they're not hard to find. You don't even know what you want to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's an interesting one. Are you allowed? You you touched on it before. Are you allowed to talk about what you you for two seconds? These are yeah. Are you allowed to talk about what your previous business was? Hmm. Yeah, and this is like the irony, I suppose. So my old business was. Um. It was online training materials and learning materials for corporates to train their staff. So I was like making online, online courses is too much of a stretch, but it was like I would make online. So I might make a sales course and break it down into modules so you can train your sales staff. Uh, so I actually know. Too. Yeah, but I was, own, I was selling to corporates. So my actual customer was the, the um, bank, for example. Yeah, so not just the bank. My actual customer in the bank would be who is head of learning and development in the bank. Or yeah, who is head so you'd of be like dealing with your human resources and their, their part of whoever trained staff you would be. Yeah, so then, yeah, so they might say, um, we need training on cybersecurity for all of our staff. And they'd look online and it was all three hour courses or four hour courses and they'd get charged per head or per course. Really shit content made by geeks you know like multiple choice questions click next it'll last yeah. for an hour and a yeah. half bullshit whereas what i did was 
I quit my um, startup, the old startup business I worked with before I started my own business. And I was actually looking for different jobs, incidentally, online. And then it was like, they all had the job description would say, you need to be able to work in a team, be able to communicate effectively, be um, (laughs) able to organize your diary, those types of things. And I used to think, well, I've got an A-level or a GCSE, whatever your equivalent is over there in English and history or politics or whatever it might be. But I've not got a GCSE in you know, time management, you don't have those, you don't, you don't get them. So let's see the courses. And when I went and looked at these courses and it was like a three hour time management course and it was like, looked like it had been built in paint. (laughs) I just thought if I want to, if I want to learn in real life, anything like, like yesterday, weirdly, I was looking at a video, how to soundproof a room. (laughs) Um, That's not weird. No, uh, to make snuff movies. I mean, uh, to uh, record podcasts. Podcasts. Podcasting. Yeah, but, uh, so I was on the I was on the, the the dark web finding out how do you soundproof a room and um but then so I'm there watching the YouTube and then I got a knock 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 at my door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are all these chemicals for? A uh, uh, gardening office. Yeah. But it could be anything. How do you want? How do you set your Sky Plus player? How do you whatever? How do you change? I don't know. Cam belt on your car, whatever. Yeah. The first thing people do nowadays, like our generation, is go on YouTube. Yeah. And then you'll go and pick the video. It's less than four or five minutes because you're not going to watch an hour and a one hour 38 tutorial on how to change a fucking engine on a car. I want to know and I want to know now yeah. because, and that's kind of why these gurus do so well. That is the mindset of our generation. We're lazy. So I thought, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we're efficient. Um, <laughs> so I just thought, why don't I take these courses that are like boring as fuck, really badly produced, and then make them into something that like teach me one skill, I can implement it now. Teach me one skill, I can implement it now. So you almost like get better quicker was that yeah. the mindset. So that's what I did. I just thought, why don't I just turn all these courses that are the most requested skills on a jobs board into online training modules and then sell them to people. My, at first I thought job seekers. Mm. I make them really, really cheap. Mm. And if you can't get a job, do these, do these courses and then you'll be better prepared. And one of the uh, one of the first courses that I did was called interview skills. So it's like, what are the top things you need to ace an interview? Yeah. And my 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 idea was, I would sell these to job seekers. So I and so I made a list of like two hundred different courses that were the most requested courses. And then I didn't want to make them all and then not sell them. So I just made the top four. And then I, I launched that as a package. So this was like the you know, get ready for work kind of package. That was the idea. I got a deal with Monster. You know, uh, I don't know if you have that over there. Like, it's actually like a massive sort of jobs boards. They've got like uh, a million subscribers. Mon- it's not yeah. an energy drink here. Yeah, it's an energy drink. Ah, so Monster's also, it's, a, it's an energy drink, but it's also like a jobs board over here. Like, okay. uh, so, you know, Monster, well, anyway. So, but whatever, read, total jobs, or one yeah, of them, one of them, career, one. With them. Okay. career one is what we use. It's like the communal place that everyone advertises. Seek. Seek, yeah. 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 So, like, so basically I went and made these four courses, went and contacted them, say, can I do a deal with you guys that you promote this to all your job seekers, whatever we sell, we'll split. And in my mind, oh, I'm helping people. I've made a course. They're now. They sent an email out to 1.1 million of their um, what would you call them like registered users yeah four inquiries 
I got four inquiries for courses I was trying to sell for forty pounds, and so I was only going to make twenty pounds from it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I realized that's when it dawned on me. And this is kind of one of the issues with the gurus, by the way. If you're targeting job seekers, you are targeting the bottom in terms yeah, the people of financials ability. Yeah. So it's hard for if you've only got twenty pounds or forty pounds. You want a lot for that money. It's a big decision for you to spend £20 or £40, right? And this is why I don't like the fact that these adverts are targeting people that aren't necessarily in a position to... Spend that um, money, yeah. To lose it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it means a lot more to those people. So, four. I sold four of these packages. That was it. And I thought, fucking hell, like, I cannot do this. I went and then took the same concepts packaged it up differently and then offered it to corporates for $5,000 or sorry, 5,000 pounds or 10,000 pounds, the exact same content and sold 340 of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, but corporate licenses. Now there was, there's lots that went on in between those yeah, two things. Yeah. But that's the story in a nutshell. Yeah. And then it was like target the affluent target, the right person that would benefit the most from this training. Not, I've got to try and convince you this is for you. Mm. And it's like, as soon as I went and targeted someone that would get absolutely loads of value from it, it's, I always say this, it's easier to make a good person great than it is to make someone with no skills good. Yeah. So why, why target that demographic and spend half of your time trying to convince them that they can do it and that you're legit and you're real? It's like, no, if you're spending half your time trying to bury bad news, trying to prove you're not a scam, trying to, you know, convince people, really convince them by stood up, being studied for 14 hours in a room using mm. all these tactics. You know either your product shit or the person you're selling to it is the wrong person you should be selling it to. Mm. It's, it's one of those two things. So I learned so much through this experience. And then, honestly, my business just absolutely, because we had loads of USPs, we did the complete opposite of what the industry was. We market ourselves as, E-learning is shit. We know we make the stuff. Yeah. yeah. And everybody, and everyone in our industry, like you can't say that. You yeah, won't yeah. be around in three months if you say that. It's like I have never heard, and this is all it was. I was just dead honest and open. I've never heard anyone bounce out of doing a three-hour health and safety working at heights course and gone, fucking love that working oh, at heights course on there. Some of the more, some of those multiple choice questions were off the chain. Like, when's the next training coming up? No one says that. No. So why do we pretend, why do you pretend, as in the, our competitors, that your training's amazing? It's shit. <laughs> I know it's shit. You know it's shit. But it's a necessary evil that we have to do. So why don't we just make it slightly less shit than their training? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then also, you've got a time management course for three hours. It's like, it doesn't have to be three hours. So I'm just going to make that course. It's like the irony there is unreal. Yeah. So we just made it in like, Here's one skill, go and implement it. Because if you do a three-hour course, and this is kind of going back to the, the guru's things, you don't remember anything from the first hour. There's like stats and research that shows that. So why make a three-hour course that they don't remember any of the information that There's they need to remember in the first hour? So it's pointless. So, And this is when I go to these courses. So now I watch their courses and I pay for their modules and all this type of stuff, and they've got none of the basic learning principles that I actually know about because I, I did that like um three mm -hmm. years 
So, um, so that's what I did. So I made online training, online courses specifically for training development people in big corporates to train their staff in a style that was more, it was like animated explainer videos. So it was like, here it is in three minutes, here it is in 90 seconds, here it is in one minute 20. Yeah. And one of my USPs was it's new content every week and people used to call us the Netflix of learning. But truth be told, the reason why there was new content every week is because I've not fucking made the content yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit there and make 500 courses, and then find out after three years of building this stuff that a it's all out of date anyway, and that no one wants to buy it. So it was literally, here's my four courses. The first customer I got on board. I said, look, this is what we're doing. You tell us what you want us to make next. So yeah. whatever their hot topic of the week was, we'd then make it. Whatever their hot topic, and then, but what we found was, as we launched a new course, it then was relevant to another group of businesses. Yeah. So we'd lead with that course. So one of them was. Using your mobile phone uh, while you're driving, they, you could get, they increased the fine and the increase in your penalty points. So we did a little course on that. None of our competitors did because they're there selling like out of date, massive 700 course libraries. Hmm. We're making courses in real time. Yeah. So if something come up like now in my old business, we'd have gone and we used, we're given the point is we used to give these to our customers for free. You paid for your access and you got access to everything. So anything new we released was included in the package, which none of our competitors did. Take knives. So then. Yeah. So I'd like go, oh, right, social distancing rules for the workplace. Yeah. We could have that course out in five days. So then all of our customers are like, oh, fucking, this is brilliant. We're not getting this from anybody else. Yeah. Uh, so that's how we kind of had such competitive edge. And then one of those customers that weren't really happy with us at the very beginning, um, when we started taking a lot of their clients from them, and this was the other clever thing as well, by the way. So we made the content that worked on anybody's system. Most of our competitors wanted to sell an expensive system for like a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars, and yeah, then put yeah. content in it. Mm. So we were we were smart. We actually worked with twenty six people that would consider themselves competitors. So we were like the content behind their platforms. Yeah. So like, a bit like Bill Gates. Well, here you go. And Microsoft, they made software that worked on anybody's computer, rather than they made their own Microsoft computer. Mm-hmm. So that was the model that we, we, we went for. And two and a half years later, I got a phone call. We'd like to buy your business. We'll offer you seven million pounds. And I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I fucking, uh, <clears throat> uh, sorry, I, I just don't think that's enough. Yeah. And phoned down. Went home that night and was thinking, what have I done here? <laughs> Fast forward and they offered more money on the Monday. Yeah, well. Wow. And so then people go, yeah, well, you got rich quick then you did it in two and a half years. Yes, I did do it in two and a half years. Mm-hmm. I did six fucking years worth of learning. Yeah. So I did six and a half years worth of fucking research, learning, working in startups, seeing what worked for them, what didn't, what would I do if I ever had to make these decisions. So six and a half years of like learning and then it was two and a half years of unreal work and i mean six i don't, I don't want to glorify i didn't even sleep sleep for two hours because that's fucking stupid as well by the way but it's just it was like i put the kids to bed and then i'd work like three hours at night or two hours at night and then i'd get up and i'd be traveling the, the country or i'd be doing six days a week i didn't pay myself a single penny for nine months because what I'd done was I had saved up my bills, my household bills, while I was working yeah. to be in a position where I want a real good go at this. I want to give it 100% effort. 
I want enough money to pay my bills for six months so I don't have to make any money. So I don't make any rush decisions, stupid decisions. I don't feel desperate. And that's what I did. So for six mm. months, I lived on um, savings. And then I was just taking just enough to cover my bills after six months. And even in the final couple of weeks before I, was sat, uh, we, I sold the business, I was still paying some staff more than I paid myself. They didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah. And the annoying thing was as well, so I'd be on work night out, Christmas dues and stuff, and they think you're the big business owner, 21 staff, pay for this, pay for that, proper taking the piss with stuff, you know, drinks and blah, blah, blah. And the reality was, I had people that were working on the phone in telesales and stuff that were making, they were actually getting more money from that business than I was. <laughs> and most people wouldn't do that. That's the bottom line. Yeah. And that's why I go back to, that's why most startups fail because people haven't put that graft in. And that's why only 0.2% of people will go on to become a millionaire. And I would say it's even less than that for anyone that buys any of these courses because they aren't willing to do that bit that I did well, before yeah. the success. Yeah. And that's what annoyed me about people. I'd want, it's like, why do I want to tell some guy or why does someone want to know how to become a millionaire in six months when it took me eight and a half years, nine yeah. years? Like that's, that's it. Like, if I said to him, do you want to put nine years worth of graft in, like six years worth of learning and research, then three years worth of graft to earn less money than what you earn now, hmm. most hmm. people would say no. For a chance. Yeah, for a chance. At, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you know, I, I could still be in that business now. And equally as well, the reason why I can't sell a course on how I did it, I could be on stage selling that stuff, is because there were so many things outside of my control as well hmm. and so many variables, like... We did all the right things. I said we did all the right things. We did lots of things that weren't right, but we did enough of the right things to put us in a position that when that moment of luck and chance came along or that opportunity, we were prepared for it better than we would have been. Yeah. But we still needed somebody else to look at our business and think, oh, well, we actually could yeah, benefit we value from buying their we'll business. Buy, yeah, we'll buy this. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. This is the kicker now. They went and flipped that business nine months later for a lot more money than I did, that I sold my business for. And then the whole group, their group as, a, as an actual corporate, got bought out for $2.8 billion. Wow. So we were lucky that there was a business there acquiring businesses that were making sort of digital content, learning, training, development and stuff at that time because they had a plan to sell their business sort of two years down the line Again, anyway, yeah. so we were just, and when you when I looked at that business, we were one of thirteen acquisitions they made in like a three year period. Yeah, well. Now, I can't put that in a course to say, hey, and then you go and set up in a in a sector where there's a business that's looking to acquire businesses in three years time. Yeah, I can't. You know, there's so many variables, and that's what frustrates me about all this stuff. So, did you have a a back? So, have you got an IT background, or like, so do you like where did where did you like? Obviously, you had the idea, but... Yeah, I went and... So I've got this kind of like checklist or an idea for what market conditions are needed for a business to succeed mm. that I can apply to pretty much any sector. So I'll look at a sector and I'll say, does it give me opportunity to do X, Y, Z? And I will tell you what X, Y, Z is. Uh, I'll put a link at the end. I'll have a course available, which is how to spot an opportunity in a sector course for $397. <laughs> um, 
No, so I have these. No, like, can I pay, can I pay you now? No, is there a dis- you, there's a discount for today though, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, how many listeners have you got for the first twenty that sign up? Um, no, but <laughs> so I have got Jill from the front door. She's the winner again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I have these like market conditions that I looked for, and e-learning was just the market that ticked all those boxes. So I had zero experience in specifically e-learning or online training. Apart from I had taken it before, I thought it was rubbish. Mm. Um, I had trained some sales staff because in, my, in the startup that I worked for, being the first employee, just by nature of being there the longest and knowing all the systems, you kind of say senior to everybody that comes in. Yeah. So I trained staff as they came in. And then when we franchised that business, I was then going down and helping the franchisees train. So I was almost like, starting up people's businesses every month if that kind of makes sense yeah even though it's a franchise business but it was almost like so this is how you log in and this is how you get customers and this is how you do the phone calls are your meetings with you so i was doing all aspects of running a business over and over and over again yeah um so i had zero experience i had never ever made an e-learning course but what i went and did was and here's a here's a, a skill for you i went and found people that had those skills that could do the things that i couldn't so rather than trying to learn four things, five things that I had absolutely no idea about, I went and found and employed and paid people that knew how to do these things. Mm. And that goes back to the learning curve thing. If you're starting your own business, it's hard enough just to do that on your own. But if you're then going to try and learn three or four things that you don't know anything about as well, mm. you have got no hope. Yeah. So that's what I did. We went and we then got different people within the business to do the things that I didn't know about. And as time went on, I learned little bits about their jobs. Yeah. But even now, I couldn't make any learning course myself. I couldn't animate anything. So even the thing that made me my money, I can't actually do the practical skills to do. Yeah. You just got yeah. the people. So that's, that would, yeah, that makes yeah. It, we've, yeah, we've talked about it a few times in a few different ways haven't we so even, yeah, even now so in my new business in my new business now there are people that are far better at doing the things that you know that i'm doing at the moment so i just go and employ like em- employ smart people mm. and this is a thing where a lot of people in their ego they get it wrong where especially a lot of startups they want to be i the way i say it is the way it goes like i'm the guy that knows everything i'm the guy that makes every single decision yeah you're a fucking idiot because you don't know what you don't know so Go and get the best marketing person to come and work for you and then let them do the marketing. Just let them do the thing that they're good at. Yeah. Like, that, that's all you need to do, really. <laughs> There's lots of things I'm saying that's all you need to do. Yeah. 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 Put them all together. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's what I did. That's insane. Well done. Yeah, and then... <laughs> uh, yeah, but equally, it wasn't just me. Like, So, you know, there was other people involved. There was other people, you know, there was a guy that was sort of like writing the courses. We were getting subject matter experts in to write the content. We were getting script writers to write the scripts. We were getting voiceover artists to do the voiceover, animators. And again, there's a lot of work that went in. And bearing mm-hmm. in mind, I was doing this for no money and paying staff more than me. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'd sit there thinking, what am I doing here? Yeah. I'm doing all this effort and on the outside it looks absolutely mint and it's like, oh, wow, look how they've grown. Isn't this an amazing success story? Mm. And I'm thinking, I was getting paid double this money when I worked for someone else for, that, for my last business. Yeah. You know, I was on good money then. I was getting, um, when, I worked, when I left my startup, at the, my employee before I set up my own business, 
I was on 70,000 UK pounds um, a year, yeah. and that was after tax. Yeah. After oh, tax. Yeah. 200 grand a year. So I was on decent, like decent wedge. And I just came home, 29 years old. I came home one day, 10 in the morning. And I said to my missus at the time, oh, I've quit. <laughs> and she was like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, I've quit. And she, and she was like, what are you going to do? We've never had so much money. It's never been this good. And I went, I don't know. I just feel like I'm ready to do something different. I, I can do this on my own. And I came up with that idea in the six weeks gardening leave that I had. So they paid me for six weeks because they were worried I'd compete with them. And then went and set up a business in a completely different sector. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that's insane. But that's the, like, that's the step. That's the step you need to figure out. <laughs> you, you need to figure out if you're the type of person that can do that. And then you need to just... Do it. Start. Do something. Excuse me a moment. Yeah, but I, but equally, I felt I felt confident in this sense that I had just gone and watched like two different businesses do that. Weirdly, I've like I've surpassed some of the businesses and startups that I worked in. Like I surpassed them in a quicker amount of time in terms of growth, scale, and selling. But I had seen some of the problems and issues that it has within them businesses. So I kind of set on that path, like trying like to avoid them, but from the off. And I always knew I was going to sell the business. That was my plan. So instead of creating a job for myself, I actually created a business that was saleable, sellable without me being in it. What do you... Um, so I always... Go on. I was going to say, what do you tell the people though? Because like the answer, the answer is, is you need to quit your job at 10 in the morning and start. But that answer is only the answer for... Was he said it was one one in two hundred or one in five hundred people? Like, uh, well, that's a millionaire. Like no point two percent of the world's population are millionaires. Yeah. So so how do you how do you find out if you're one of the hundred and ninety nine or if you're one of the if you're the one? I think that's um, I, I, think I think that's you, why people buy that course. Yeah. Well, I think you really know. Like you yeah. know you are, as in you wouldn't be looking for it. Like it's hard to explain. Yeah. It. This sounds a bit woo woo. I have always honestly believed inside me, and I suppose everyone might think this maybe, and I, I can only say it from my own point of view, so I might be wrong and you might have people that disagree with me. I always knew I would have my own business and it would be successful. Like, I don't know why I believe that, but I've had a book called The Rules of Wealth and I got it, I must have had it about 10 years, 11 years now. And I still read that book regularly. And I've, I just knew I was going to do this. At no point did I think I was going to work for someone for the next 40 years or 50 years at all at any point. And I've not got a background that's um, like my parents don't have their own business or none of this type of stuff. I just knew that I was, I, I was different. And then when I set up my business on day one, it was a three-year plan. My idea was I was going to sell this business in three years and it was going to be 10 million that I was going to sell it for. But like unwavering ability. And I don't mean I would tell people that and I would be, um, you know, stunting on the gram. I didn't have any Facebook. I'd never had Instagram. I never had any social media at all until after I'd finished this stuff. No. The only one platform I had was LinkedIn. And that was just so I could knew, I knew who worked in what business and who I could sell to. That was the only, only platform. I had. So I never had Facebook. I've never had anything. They are petty things that just distract you in my mind from, actually achieving things do you know what I mean yeah um 
that was that was that was my mindset. And also, most arguments that would happen in in my office when I worked was, I saw this on Facebook the other day. So and so said this, and I just thought, fucking hell! Like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, like that you're actually number one that you're reading this shit, and number two, talking about it now. Like you you're asked about it. Like, what are you doing? So, um, I just knew that I was gonna that I was actually gonna do it. And um, when it happened, it was a weird kind of feeling. It was like, oh shit, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> just pinch yourself. But equally, but yeah, but what's mad about this, and this sounds like I'm making it up, and I wrote down how many customers I would have at the end of year one, how many customers I'd have at the end of year two, and how many customers I'd have at the end of year three. And I am not lying to you now. I had exactly the number that I wrote down at the beginning of my plan in year one and year two, and I didn't get to the end of year three because I sold the business when I got there. But I wrote 80 customers year one, 200 customers in year two. But how our model worked was, because it was um, subscription-based or annual renewals, at the end of year two, I had 280 people paying me the money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so, um, but that didn't mean that, when I said 80 customers, 200, I meant 200 new customers. So I had 280 customers at the end of year one. In total, yeah. Uh, sorry, at, at the end of year two. Um, and that made it so much easier because I knew before I walked into the office, I know I've got 150 grand coming in this month. Yeah. Because yeah. they're all, all the renewals from the, the month before. So it was a subscription-based model was one of the um, criteria that I looked for. Could I create a subscription-based model in this sector? Mm. Could it be online? Could it be digital content? Do I own the IP, which is intellectual property for those that don't know, but like all these things were things that I had to look for. And, um, and that, that, that's what I did. Like I wrote down exactly what I was going to do. And then when I was going through the process, so I'd not paid myself for six months and then Google of all people got in touch and wanted me to make something for them and offered $90,000, uh, $90,000 US dollars. Yeah. And I said, no even though I'd not paid myself and I was selling my content at the moment at that time, I was selling it for 500 pounds per month. So I went and carried on selling it for 500 pounds per month rather than taking $90,000 because it didn't fit the plan that I was 100% focused on and knew would work if I just executed it. Because what would have happened there was, and this was one of the first arguments we had as a sort of management team was we've not paid ourselves, Mike. Fucking hell, let's get the money. It's only three months work. Mm. But it was like, no, we're now working for Google. We are Google's employee and all of our focus, attention and work has to go to the Google project. Google, yeah. That was only worth one time's revenue to me because yeah. I make it for Google, I get paid 90000 If we make three months worth of courses that we can sell to our subscription clients, we can attract mm. more clients. So if I built, I don't know, a retail training package on how to upsell at the till, you know, um, hanger management for the changing rooms, whatever the fuck you want to call it, John, that's hanger management, not anger management. But yeah. um, I could sell that then to, I'd say, 200, 300 retailers. That's worth more to me, 200 times 500 a month, and yeah. then the sale price at the end is worth more to me than working for Google. So I made decisions like that, that when I tell you sounds really smart, because well, I'm talking fine. about it at the end, but yeah, at the time, it, it like, felt fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
but I, but I honestly have that unwavering belief, but not deluded belief, not like I'm going to buy five crypto coins and I'm going to be a, a millionaire, not deluded. Yeah, this isn't no, based on any my... sort of thing. It's yeah, just... I'm going to make, I'm going to put down a plan that makes sense. I'm going to work my fucking ass off to, to achieve it. Yeah, un, unwavering, like belief that it would work if I just executed the plan because I'd sat there and like over and over again, like, yes, that does work. Oh, it's going to be tough now, but I know it's going to be tough at this point, but mm. that will then open this point. It wasn't like I need to win every single time. I've only got a little bit of money. It was almost like any money I got was like reinvest in the plan, reinvest in the plan, reinvest in the plan, reinvest in the plan. Should I pay myself five grand this month, you know, as a treat? Should I pay myself a 10 grand bonus at the end of the year? No, let's go and get another person that can make more of that type of content or let's get that manager in because I know I'm going to sell the business. I don't want to sell it and be an integral part of the business. This business needs to run without me. Yeah. When can I fire myself? Like I need to sack myself was like one of the key drivers. I need to be, so when I sell this business, I am, and that's the problem with a lot of people that set up their own business. You become the biggest employee in your own business. Yeah. And equally, you've just created a job for yourself. Like, listen, I could go and set up a business now and be Mike Winnett Marketing if I wanted to. And I could do a call with you every month and I can help with all your marketing stuff. But now that business is me. What you need to create is, I don't know, millennium marketing. And they get advice from other people and you're not that guy. You're not the person that gets everybody in and you're the face of that business. You're creating a job for yourself. And that's why a lot of these online gurus don't see, they're not making, that's why they need to make money short term and not have a long term clear strategy. Like Virgin is Virgin. Is Richard Branson is Virgin. But realistically, Richard Branson doesn't, he doesn't even know how much a plane costs. He <laughs> doesn't even know what time his trains are running. He doesn't know anything about his business He's got people that know what they're doing running these business. And ultimately that business runs without Richard Branson ever having to go into work. Mm. All these courses that these gurus sell. Um, I had an interview with a guy that does affiliate marketing. He earns 30,000 a month through affiliate marketing. Genuinely makes 30,000 a month through affiliate marketing. He doesn't sell a course. It took him 17 years to get to that position. 17 years. Yeah, wow. Um, and for a test, he's recently launched... Um, a new website just to show people to prove how hard it is. And with 17 years worth of experience, it took him 10 months to get it up to $6,000 a month. And that was doing everything he knew. It took him between 50 and 60 hours per week. But in month four, he made $1.50. In month five, he made $4.50. In month six, he made like $500. This is when most people would quit. And this is why... um, and this is why he doesn't believe in like these gurus things that alliance you to get you to buy their courses. Like they're selling courses. They're saying, earn that in 30 days, earn $19,000 yeah. in 30 days. He says, it's impossible. I can't do it. And I've been doing this for 17 years and make money from this full time. So I don't have to work. Yeah. And I can't get the results. These gurus that have never had an affiliate site claim to make. It's a shady world. And I, I've, there's some things I've done. I've just took the piss. So you'll notice some similarities with them all. Mm. they're all Amazon best-selling authors. Yeah. That was so, my favorite video. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have an ebook, so that made me think I should learn it on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. 
so as a joke, I thought, well, you know, how hard is it? Like to me, when I was a kid, being an author was like some sort of that was oh wow, you're an author. Like yeah. In school, when I was at school, if there was a child, that, a kid from your school that went on to be an author, they'd be invited back to talk to the kids. Yeah. Oh, they're a they're a published author. It's like the internet's wrecked everything, hasn't it? Look at rappers now. Me and you, us three now, we could we could put out a mumble rap song and, and then I was and have it on the internet. And it could be streamed all around the world. Now all of a sudden we're mumble rappers. No, you're not. We're just three idiots with microphones. Yeah. <laughs> three different what... podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But that's what, like everything's been sort of like diluted down. So real quality now is so hard to find because there's mm. so much noise and shit out there, and that's just online life. Yeah, and they're screaming for your attention as well. Yeah, in general, the, the more people I meet and I see, like the more people you meet and see them doing like shit jobs. It yeah. may, again, like there, there's a, there's there's so many times in life, and it, 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 well. Humility has never been one of my strongest suits, but people are... I think humility is my best suit. Yeah, yeah. if there's one thing I'm good at, it's being modest. Um, but people always say, that, oh, you know, you're so good at that, or like, especially in sales jobs, they're like, oh, the gift of the gab. People are, oh, you've got the gift of the gab. But it's like, the more people I meet and I realise how fucking incompetent they are, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not that great. Like, everyone else is just really shit. Like, I'm just willing to work a little yeah. bit harder than the average more. Like, mm. I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to say something that I'm going to... Now, now you sound an awful lot like me. You're, spo- <laughs> you're supposed to be the good one. Yeah, I'm supposed yeah, to be I'm the, the one everyone guy. hates. You're the asshole. Yeah. Well, I've said that myself. I always say this, like, if you can just do what you say you can do, you are better than 90% of the people out there. Mm. Because most people can't do what they say they can do. And you'll meet them in sales all the time. We all know that sales guy or that recruiter that... Yeah, I was a top boy in my old business. I was earning 7000 a month in commission. Well, why aren't you fucking why there the fuck then? Why are you here? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, why are you here for less money? What it is, is you interview well, you, you've got the gift of the gab, you, you, talk like, you talk a good game, and then you get found out over six months. And then you're yeah. not bringing in the clients that you claim were. But then what you've done is you've applied for another recruiter in Sydney or Melbourne or wherever it might be, and then you go and get a job with them. And then they've fallen for your bullshit that time as well. So they get a little bump in their basic every sort of six months. They'll get two grand a basic increase, two grand a basic increase. And before you know it, they've had a 20 grand increase on their basic pay and they've actually probably only sold maybe 10 things, 15 things in their yeah. whole fucking career. They're deluded and they're shit at what they do. So yeah. if you can actually do what you say you can do and genuinely deliver, and I'm talking about as an individual or as a business, mm. you are probably in the top 10% of anything. Yeah. yeah anything. Standard. And that's why we found it so easy in my old business. It was like, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And we actually do that thing. Do it. Yeah, and, that's, but, but if you're more realistic and more honest in how you advertise yourself and the skill set or more self-aware, that's a lot easier. So us saying e-learning shit and we know because we make it, yeah. right? That's a lot. Like People can relate to that far easier than sort of a salesman saying e-learning is the be-all and end-all of all training. This is going to answer your training needs. No, it's not. Yeah. I'm not going to learn how to drive a forklift truck from an online multiple choice question course. No. Like, that's the truth. But what I could learn is maybe three or four facts that might yeah. make my actual experience of driving that forklift truck better. Mm. As in, you know, wear your seatbelt. Like, yeah, yeah but that's a, a, a skill that will help you achieve the thing, but you'll do that actual learning is done through experience. Yeah. And we used to say that. Do not use our e-learning or our modules as a standalone product. It should be part of a bigger training thing 
where actual on-the-job training and experience is the most important part. So we were openly admitting that we're probably 10% of your learning makeup should be online courses. The other 90% should be experience and um, talking to people that have actually done these things and all these types of things. So that was what we, and that's how can we blew everyone away. And it was, it's so simple. It's almost embarrassing that you'd have to pay $1,997 for someone to tell you stuff that's in books. Like I said about investing, am I going to listen to Kez? There's a guy in the UK called Kez the Guru. He's an absolute bellend. But Kez the Guru is like a 23-year-old lad from Manchester that's all over Instagram. He ended up getting robbed, actually, last year. Someone went to his house, stole all his Rolex watches and um, robbed him because he's like always showing off about it. Mm. Or, and he's got, two, um, he's got two decent cars and that. He's a young lad. He takes pictures of them all the time. Or am I going to read Elon Musk's book, The World's Most Successful Investor of All Time, who's been doing this since like the 1960s and 70s, for $7? Do I want to hand Kez $2,000? Or do I want to just read a book from someone that actually is proven and isn't telling me he's proven? Everyone just knows that for $7. I don't get why you'd do this one. Because that one's zero easy. sense. Yeah. That one's easy and I don't yeah. have to do anything. And I'm already on my phone anyway. Yeah. Like it's heaps easier to just watch Kez's video. And like, then I you know, you better. said about the gym. Yeah. Like if you're spending two hours a night watching gym motivation videos, you ain't getting fit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just go to the fucking I don't get it. It's mad, isn't it? It's like go to the gym. Oh, the, you've, the... you've hit my heart. I hate motivation videos. Yeah. Because if you need motivation, you're not going to do it. Now, I'm being a little bit facetious because no. there, there is some, there's some benefits to some motivation sometimes. But if you're watching oh. motivation videos, you don't have it in you to do it without that video, you're probably not going to yeah, do there's it. Some mo- there's some stuff that you hear that's, oh, that's pretty motivational. Yeah. Oh, that's quite inspiring. And, and, I mean, I don't want to put words in people's mouths, but some people might look at, some people might look at me and say, well, you, you, grew, you went to my school or you grew up in the same street or, like, and you became, you were yeah. a business owner. I couldn't mentor them people because... Number one, I'm not a mentor. I don't think I should charge you to mentor. If you want to learn, just come and fucking work with me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's if you want me to tell you what I did, like, just come and work with me. But equally, you can also fluke a success. Mm-hmm. And I think if I go on and do, I've got a business that I'm working on at the moment that I think is my actual big one. But this is going to be, this is like five years. Like, no one will see any of the results of this for at least three years. But this is what I'm working on now in the shadows, working hard, no one knows about it, no website, no nothing. Mm. Um, if I manage to pull that one off and I've got the success of the YouTube channel, if it grows and like I've got an audience through the podcast and then I've got um, my business I've got at the moment, which is kind of uh, I make content and marketing videos for different people and I've got my old business that I grew scales. I would feel that I kind of know a little bit about business, enough to confidently say to someone, this is what I think works but at the moment and this is from someone that's actually sort of business there's you know I know what is it you know there's more I don't know than I do know if that makes sense Mm. like there's so many things I don't know about business there's a saying in there somewhere you can work that out the more that you learn someone else get Google out yeah we need to say this every time we need a young Jamie but my point is it's like 
anyone that's calling themselves an expert, a guru, or a mentor without, also as well, I'm 35 now, I'm, 35, I'm 36 in a couple of weeks. I don't think I've lived enough and experienced enough to tell other people, this is how you do it. Like, yeah. for all I know, I might find out over the next five years that I could have made double or triple that amount of money if I just took, mm. you know, if I'd learned lessons or a new thing. So it's weird. The business I'm working on now, I took all the experience from the first business and I've cut out the mistakes I made in that business. Yeah. So I'm starting off different. So it's almost like I don't feel like I could be stood on stage and selling people what to do because yeah, Step it only down. worked for me. I don't think it will work for everybody else. And you need to, and that's going back to the very, very original point that I said, you need to be well-read, but well-read with established business people mm. and go and experience real business. And I mean, real business as in not in a corporate, in like a startup environment, a new business, a thriving business. Um, and then take the bits that you think are relevant to you and then make your own plan with that stuff. That's it. That is the big secret. But it takes a few years to do that stuff in my mind. But you can fluke a lottery win. You can fluke 500 grand on a scratch card. Yeah. But I guarantee there's a, there's a stat. Yeah. You no, check all my stats. They're probably, all, they're probably all made up anyway. But 86% of lottery winners have less money in 10 years' time than what they won. Yeah. Yeah. And that is because we, and I say we as in us working class people, don't have a fucking clue how to get money how to make money work for us and what to do with money once we've got it. Mm. We don't really know. And that's what the super elite do know. Wealth isn't a secret. There is so much out there if you just study these people and mm. find out what they did. And this is it. And that's when you start talking about compound interest and assets and liabilities and all these types of things. If you don't know what those three things are, learn them before you even think about mm. buying any guru's course. Yeah, I heard a um, heard a very interesting one along the same lines of that the other day. I was just watching random YouTube videos, and someone said, um, "If I was to put, if I was to take away all your money right now and put you on the street as a homeless person, do you think within ten years you could get back up to a lower middle class life?" And if the answer to that is yes, then what makes you think that someone that's got five hundred million dollars? couldn't do the same from your position that you're in right now. It's just that you don't know the things you need to do to earn $500 million. You know what you need to do to earn $100,000. I'd be sucking dick for $40. <laughs> 40 bucks, 40 bucks, hey. 40 bucks. Okay. Hey, that's what I mean. um, but, um, but going back to that thing, so I noticed they're all Amazon bestsellers, uh, um, selling authors. So I just thought, you know what? I'm actually going to start exposing some of the things that they do in like a humor, I say humorous, mm. calling yourself funny is, isn't, a, isn't a nice trailer. In, in hilarious YouTube videos on my YouTube <laughs> channel, I thought, uh, no, so I just thought, I just, so I wrote a blank book. I literally wrote blank book on uh, like 144 pages, <laughs> put it on Amazon. I, I, then, I then used all the shortcuts and hacks that I had researched and found out that a lot of these gurus do to fake credibility. It took me an hour to do. And I'm now a best-selling author. It took 24 hours. I got number one in the charts, business book. So now, if I wanted to, I could say I'm an Amazon best-selling author uh, in business. Um, I, I call the book How to Get an Amazon Bestseller. 
I, like I really took the piss. Um, and I'd never, I'd never actually been one and it actually got to number one on Amazon. So I did that. And then I started looking at, they have webinars that are live webinars with the countdown clock. And then I just did fake live webinars. So it's like you pretend they're, they're live, but they're not and all this type of stuff. And I just started exposing the actual stage of what they do. Yeah. And that's how I come and knew about the testimonials. And now because I'm in so many groups, I'm in a group at the moment, which is um, Amazon FBA, fulfilled by Amazon. You might see these courses. So that is you buy, I don't know, plastic boxes or party dinner sets, and it's all stored in China. People come to your store, they buy it from oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. e-commerce, dropshipping yeah. stuff. Yeah, so I do that. So I'm in that group. I, um, I paid for this course. It cost me $6,000 to be in the inner group. I'm like, you know, learning from the actual gurus. Oh, yeah. You'll be able to learn. In that group, we agree. So I'm learning the shit things that they do to convince you people to pay money um, to buy their courses. In that group, we actually leave fake five-star reviews for each other's products, buy each other's products, so it looks like we've got a certain number of sales. So we go further up the ranks on Amazon, then refund each other through PayPal. So I go and buy your products, yeah. leave your five-star review. Oh, A-star, absolutely amazing. Love it. You, as soon as my money hits your account, you refund me through PayPal. And then I'll do the same to you. So our group that are learning the ethical way to uh, <laughs> make money through Amazon FBA, we're all lying and giving each other five-star reviews. And now I've been offered to mentor, bearing in mind, I've not even done the course yet. I've made something like $21 since I've been doing it six months. Well, retire. I'm now, I'm now an experienced mentor that's a success story, and I'm being asked, and I'm now getting offered commission on anyone that I bring into the group. <laughs> I've not even been successful in the thing myself yet. So all this is going to be, all these like episodes that are on my channel, it's like, so I'll do a review on this in, a few months. The annoying thing is, I have to spend on money on stuff that I know is bullshit. Yeah. Mm. It's Can like, I know this isn't going to work. Hey? Yeah. I, I know it's not going to work, but for your entertainment, I'm spending five grand, six grand to prove to you that, you know, it doesn't work. And even then, I get some haters that have not been successful, but love the guru for whatever. So I'll get shit off, like, say, Grant Cardone supporters that have never paid Grant Cardone a penny. Um, even though I'm talking to people from Grant Cardone's university or Grant Cardone's capital that have paid him money and are saying it's bullshit. It, it makes no sense to me. These people have done it and failed. You've not done it and you're calling me a hater. Yeah. Can you get into you know, it? Like, Can people sue you or anything for any of that? Like, is there, is there any ramifications of, of like... Well, how can anyone sue? How can it... So this is the difference. I didn't want this to be opinion. And this is where I'm different to a lot of YouTubers out there that are saying, I think he's a scam. Yeah. No. I'm just revealing my actual results from doing an experiment. Like, yeah, this true. isn't based on opinion. Yeah, this, this is, is my actual experience and fact. I'm showing you what I did and what my results were. Like, how can I get in trouble for that? Yeah, true. But I do have, but I do have liability insurance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, in, just in case. And yeah, and I've also had a few videos removed, so weirdly now I get people coming to me that think I can get their money back for them and I'm some sort of like solicitor <laughs> they 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 blow my mind 
Well, they were the yeah, but they've been ripped mm. off by a dude that asked for five thousand pounds to make them a millionaire in thirty days. Like mm. yeah. I I would love to see if you got like a kickback link for one of these courses that you're exposing is not working. How many people who watch your video would sign up to the course afterwards? He froze. Oh no, we froze him. I thought I just asked a dumb question. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh my god. <laughs> so here's where the interview cut out. So we log back in. If you'd like to listen to the second part, check out part two. Either click the thumbnail, download the next podcast, whatever you need to do, you figure it out. But part two is spicy. Oh, hello there. You've just caught me drinking a nice, refreshing jammu tonic. Completely unstaged, not, not set up at all. Uh, you've made it to the end of our video. So if you'd like to check out our beautiful product, check out www.dirtycleaneats.com and use DCE Podcast for 20% off. If not, but you did enjoy the, the talking nonsense or you hated the nonsense, please check out, give us a subscribe below if this is YouTube. If it's not YouTube, I don't, I don't know. Follow, hit the follow button. Thank you. Bye.